wisdom is the principal thing. And since wisdom is the principal thing, what we have to do is get wisdom. And in all that get and get an understanding. And as we're going through this, wisdom will guide you. Wisdom will direct your path. But in order for wisdom to do that, you have to deroot folly. You have to deroot those things that are not serving you. You got to rip out the weeds that is not serving your garden. Okay? This program has been made possible by the partners of GI Atoms Worldwide. Welcome to the Soul and Soul Podcast with G.I. Adams. Welcome back to the Soul and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, G.I. Adams, and I'm simply delighted that you have decided to join us here today. We're delving into a fascinating discussion about toxicity, the marvels, and the nature of the spirit of your mama. So grab your gardening gloves and let's get started. Experience the pure essence of nature. Our all-natural skin care and organic self-care essentials are meticulously crafted to nourish and revitalize the body and mind. Visit www.giadams.com shop today and embrace the beauty of nature. Adams Truly Organic Farms, where nature meets self-care. Toxicity, oh man. Toxicity can manifest in various aspects in our lives from toxic relationships to harmful substances. I want to help identify and help us deal with toxicity in our lives, just as we identify and remove weeds in our gardens. So for those who are trying to start a garden or trying to start the physical one, this is also gonna be helpful for you as well, um, because we're gonna be talking about how toxicity impacts the garden uh, as well. We are going back to the basics. Weeds are the bane to any garden. And, and, and its existence really causes the garden to miss its uniqueness, its greatness. They compete with nutrients and water and sunlight, hindering the growth of all beloved plants. Just like it does with us. They're causing and suffocating those plants or those vegetables that are around that need the water that needs the sunlight that needs the energy so that it can survive and mature and be beneficial for the one that is about to consume it or or you don't want to have dead things in your garden too long because it's collecting space when something else could be put there and something can be growing from that so we gotta take out those toxic things that are not serving us. We gotta take out those toxic theologies, take out those things that are not really rich and, 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 and powerful. I, I wanna talk for a moment because um, there've been people on my Facebook who've been like, oh, I want you to talk about those toxic things in the church. I want you to talk about those things that are not really good in the church. And we're gonna talk about them. Um, I'm not here to dog the church because it's not the church. It's not Christ's church, his body that's messed up. It's people who call themselves a part of the body that's messing it up. Mm. One of the main characteristics is identifying the different types of weeds and understanding their life cycles to effectively combat them. Hmm. We got to be able to understand what those toxic things we've been taught, those toxic things we've been doing so that we can grow into something good, so that we can be great to this place that we are living in called Earth. 
You may ask a question, how can gardeners go about removing all these weeds out the garden? Well, the first step to prevention is that you have to have proper spacing between the plants and mulch too to significantly reduce the weed growth. But if the weeds somehow do manage to appear, ah, you got a hand weed. And that is one of the worst things or some one of the tiredness things that you could do. An eco-friendly method to really get those toxins out of your garden. For large areas, a hoe or a weed puller can be very helpful. Sometimes you can even use a weed eater to really get to those roots. Whatever it is, we need to deroot the weed and get it up out of here. See, these are just a few tips so that we can have a flourishing garden. This is a few tips to help you become your great self. When it comes down to gardening, um, I recognize weeds are annoying. Oh my gosh. I hate pulling up weeds. But I've learned to love it. Although it is time consuming, I figured it out. I checked it out. The best time to pull the weeds are in the morning when the dew is on the ground because those roots will then be a little bit moist and easier to pull out the ground. Um, and you can just use nature to help you pull them out the ground. Um, and that's what God wants to be able to do. He, he wants you to come to him in the morning. He wants you to do your devotional. He wants you to really take some time to know him. Um, and as you know him, you begin to know who you are and how you were designed as well along the journey because he is the potter and we are the clay. And at the end of the day, he knows more about us than we know about ourselves. His wisdom is beyond our own wisdom. His, his, his mind is beyond our own mind. So we have to connect, at least try to connect to his mind through some type of means. And if gardening is the thing that helps you guide you to God, do that and that's one of the experiences that you're going to have here or anytime you're with us at um, any ministry that i'm a part of you're going to get that hands-on learning that hands-on opportunity to really be enriched to be restored to to learn and hear messages from god from the birds chirping to the sun rising to the weeds growing in the ground um we have to learn to listen appreciate it learn what needs to grow in our life and what needs to be rooted up and a lot of us have been rooted in toxic theology some of us have been rooted in toxic doctrine rather it is doctrine of the church rather it is doctrine from your parents the culture that you are living in your environment wherever you came from um rather you grew up in the hood rather you grew up in the suburbs we've all been taught something and a lot of us have been rooted in toxicity that is causing us to not have a refreshing life or a fulfilling life with our Heavenly Father or with ourselves. Um, and so some of us are more anxious than others. Some of us are more disturbed and angry. Some of us are just going through. Um, and I just want to help guide you along. And the one thing that I want to talk about today is ripping out toxicity, ripping, ripping out the weeds. Rip not things that are no longer serving you, those things that are dead. This used to be lettuce here, but this no longer is serving us here. Um, we have to rip out those things that are dead and we have to rip it from the root. Those things that are not helping the soil, those things that are not help enriching you to be your best self, 
Yes, this is what we came from. It's too many of us who are fighting against his cause. If we're a Christian, that means to be loving, to be kind, to be compassionate. But I'm recognizing there, a lot of us are manipulative hypocrites. Jesus called them hypocrites. Back when you become religious and not spiritual, you are now a toxic. Whatever you believe, when you use the word to kill people, that is toxic. That's not Jesus. If you don't show love, you're toxic. There may be viewers on here who are watching me who are atheists. Those who don't believe in God. Let me just say this to you. Rather you believe in God or not, we are living in this life and you need to show love towards your neighbor. You need to be kind towards your neighbor. And I'm not going to use scripture to even support this at this moment because at the end of the day, you just need to be a kind person. And when you are a kind person, when you're a loving person, when you got some good vibes, guess what? People going to want to be around. But when you got toxic vibes, people going to pick up on that toxicity and want to get away from you. Not want to talk to you. Not want to have a relationship with you. Because you are toxic. This is what we came from. Y'all. <laughs> we are this. This is where we came from and this is what we're going to go back to. So as we are here and knowing that we are clay and he is the potter, we need to get connected to his ways. What does he want from us? Um, as well as recognizing our identity. This is the freedom pillar. This is freedom. This is what we come back. This is what we are authentically made out of. Um, and so we got to follow the one who created us. All right. That is my message. Simple as that. For true holiness. Yeah. We know today that there are false even among just about everything that we have to offer. Yeah. There are something false. Yeah. You got false hair. Yeah. Amen. Many people today, you see them walking with head with a, with a head full of hair. Yeah. But if you examine that hair, you find out, amen, the conclusion will be false. Yeah. Amen. Many people got beautiful white teeth. Yeah. Amen. Look like they're fitting so well. Yeah. But when you examine them, they are false teeth. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. so. They're false teeth. Yeah. Amen. Many people like lovely, not like they're kind and really sweet. Amen. But when you look way beyond this action, Amen. find out that the way that they were acting and conducting themselves was false. Amen. Amen. So today, there are many people today, yeah. Amen, standing up in the house of the Lord, yeah. somewhere talking about their children of God. Yeah. Way behind that testimony, they are false. Yeah. So what we're talking about today, Amen, we're talking about true holiness. Yeah. Amen. This time, Amen. The time we're living in, we ought to have some true things. Yeah. I think most people is following the world because the world is false. Yeah. That's why the Lord declared in the epistle of John, Amen, the world was passing away and the lust thereof. Yeah. And so for this cause, we ought to get something that's not false. Yeah. Amen. The word of God, my good sisters and brethren, are not false. For peace, right? For God. God can't come into a heart that is toxic. It won't work. So lay those burdens down. Lay, those, lay down the toxicity. Learn 
deconstruct some theologies, deconstruct what you've been taught, critically analyze it so that you know if it's helpful or it's not, okay? Um, get in your word, do your daily motivation, do your daily uh, your day to walk, you know? I, I'm gonna have a devotional prepared for you all on our website. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Today, we just talking about ripping out toxicity, ripping out toxicity, ripping out those things that are not serving you, right? Like, look at this, look at this. For those who are viewing us on YouTube, you're able to see this, and Spotify, you're able to see this. For those who are not and listening to us on audio, um, check out our YouTube channel, GI Adams, and you'll be able to see what we're talking about. But at the end of the day, these weeds are not helpful for us. They're not serving us. They're just collecting space. And it's not allowing anything around it to really benefit or grow the way it really should. Like this would be a lot taller and a lot thicker had this root not been in the way, okay? So we have to rip out and we have to be aggressive with it. Don't be nice with those things that are toxic. Don't be nice with those things that are no longer serving us. Don't be nice to those things. Rip it out your life. Rip it out. Boom. Rip it out. Rip it out. Rip it out. Rip out them weeds. Come on. You got it. Rip it out. Yeah, it's no longer serving this garden. So go through your mind. Think about well things that's not serving you, that's not really helpful. If you're doing wrong things, figure out why. Why are you doing it? It's because something toxic is inside of you that needs to be ripped out. Look at all this, all this junk. Throw it away, put it in the trash. That negative speaking about yourself. I got something to show you. That negative speaking about yourself. Look. Y'all see this weed right here? Y'all see this? You gotta be aggressive with it. Get down. Dig in there. Dig in there. Dig, dig, dig all in there. Get all in there. And rip it out. Rip out that toxic thinking. Rip out that negative thinking, that negative speaking about yourself. Rip it out. So that you can create space for some growth. So we can put seed in here. And something can grow beautiful. Put seed in there and something can grow and be beneficial to you. You got to rip it out. Get aggressive. Dig down deep. Get to the root. Make sure the root is out. Because you are worthy. <laughs> You're made in the image of God. Yes, you a masterpiece. I gotta tell you that. All right, your righteous mind gotta get that mind right. If you've been risen with Christ, set your affections on things of the kingdom. If he be risen in you, you ain't got to really worry and fret. Don't fret. The master artist got you. I know you're tired of feeling dusty and crusty. So go to www.giadams.com shop and get your self-care essentials. 100% organic and handmade with love. 
Um, one of the things that can also help us de-root, and that's on the natural way for the garden. Another way we can get better is we get ourselves into positive environments. We take ourselves out of toxic environments and put ourselves in ones that are life-changing, ones that are fulfilling, one that are, you know, helpful for our self-development. We got to stop hanging around people who are not serving us. We got to stop hanging around a whole bunch of followers. I have never in my life met an individual who is verbally and in other ways so professed. People who are constant focus on vanity and not uplifting themselves. Um, I think it's important that we surround ourselves around like-minded people, people who are talking about how to advance in life. Why is she talking? Can you warn her and get her the hell out of here? We sat and listened to her ignorant stuff, and proceed, then proceed, when we proceed. talk, here we then go. we gotta deal with that. Like coming into this podcast, doing stuff like that is going to enrich you and it's going to help you because you are listening to things that are helpful. Because whatever you put in your mind and allow come to your heart, you're gonna do. So I often talk about getting your mind right, change your perspective, change the way you think. And most of all, change the people you hang around. Okay? Because association brings on assimilation. Who you hang around, it really does matter. When your heart get right, everything else get right. Because from the heart are the issues of life. Y'all hear me preach all the time what? Get your what right? Get your mind all right. And when your mind get right, what else get right? All right. That's how I know y'all listen. And when your heart can't write, what's that? What else right? Why? Because what's on the inside gonna do what? It's gonna show up on the outside. Because what's on what's on the inside of you can't help but to come out of you. Right. If you nasty on the inside, guess what? It don't matter how many beautiful hats you have on your head. It don't matter how long your dress dragged the ground. It don't matter how many things you got on your body. It don't matter if you ain't got God in your heart. It ain't gonna show. You can say I'm prophet this, I'm bishop this, I'm mother this, I've been in the church for 50 years, 60 years. God don't care how long you've been in the church. If the inside not right, you ain't right. Somebody shout, get right. Get right. Oh, shout loud, get right. Get right. Get right, church. Let's go home. Okay, if, if your friends are always talking about going to the club and you want to start going to church, Hanging around with your people who are always going to the club and that's going to be beneficial. You got to take yourself out of the equation and start putting yourselves in environments who are going to be conducive that's going to be helpful for you. All right. That's another way of ripping out the weed. You're actually getting to what is causing me to act in this way. Let me get it out my garden because I don't want that. That's suppressing me. That's killing me. That's not helping me grow. Let me get it out the garden. Boom. Go get, get out of here. Right. And sometimes you got to be aggressive with it because things, those roots run deep, those roots run thick. And so you, you, you got to be able to get to the root. And I found, and I can't stand, I'll be honest with you, I cannot stand ripping out weeds. Nobody likes ripping out things that you're comfortable with. Nobody likes ripping out those things that make us feel good. Nobody likes work. A lot of people don't like work. It's tiring. But... I learned that the best time to do it is in the morning. So it starts in the morning. Ooh, 
if you are doing it in the afternoon or when the sun is already baked, it's going to be difficult for you because it's dry. So you're going to be pulling a lot harder. Opposed to you doing it in the morning, the dew of the morning, um, those roots are a little bit more looser and you can pull it out. That's why it's important for you to meditate. That's why it's important for you to read scripture in the morning and give the Heavenly Father that moment because he is able to help you rid those things that are not serving you, rid those things that are not beneficial. So go throughout your day and wake up in the morning on a positive note, get in your word, do something that's gonna encourage you to be greater than where you were yesterday. Gardening often mirrors our personal growth journey. And I, I, I wanna draw a parallel between weeding and our gardens as we're decluttering our lives. Weeding is not about just the garden. It's about self-reflection. Just as we need to remove those negative influence and those toxic relationships in our lives, we gotta do the same thing with our gardens. By getting rid of the weeds, we create space for our plants to flourish. Just like when we let go of negativity, we make room for personal growth and happiness. Now looking at us, I want y'all to be able to ask questions. So y'all tune in here, I'm glad y'all are here, but be able to ask questions, put some comments, um, whatever gardening question, if you're a new gardener, you can definitely ask those questions, definitely able to come back with those and it's not just for the natural garden for but for this garden too right um don't get discouraged gardening is a learning process just like our life we're learning every day and nobody can tell you ultimately about you but i will tell general base bases and give you values and give you good principles to help you grow um start small and celebrate the small successes, no matter how minor they are. Um, and it, it is it's sometimes difficult to, you know, celebrate having weeds in the garden, but even celebrate that because you have something to work with. If everything was always cookies and cream, everything was always beautiful, you wouldn't work, you wouldn't have nothing to learn. So you're learning more as you're taking out those weeds. You're learning more as you're developing into yourself. Um, but taking out the weeds, again, is that self-reflection causing you to really get to you, right? So that's what I want to do. I want to provide you with um, just practical steps and good gardening tips to make you whole again, to make you full, your full identity. Gardening is it's a learning process. Um, so start small and celebrate the successes, no matter how minor they are. Surround yourself with like-minded gardeners, enthusiasts, and join local gardening clubs and share your experiences with them. Uh, this community is what we are all about. Toxicity is indeed pervasive and much like weeds, it can choke the joy out of our lives. But the first step is that we need to recognize those toxic patterns that impact our well-being. We have to cultivate self-awareness and set those boundaries so that we are aware of what's toxic, what's positive, and what as we're cultivating self-awareness and setting our boundaries, we have to find it to be essential to protect our emotional and our mental health. Just as we weed out our harmful plants, we must remove those toxic influences from us to create a healthy environment for growth. This is just some wise, this is just wisdom for you now. And wisdom is the principal thing. And, and so I want to encourage you 
to accept her, to receive her, love her. Because wisdom is the principal thing. And all that getting, get an understanding. So it is essential to tend to our emotional gardens just as much as it is essential to um, give attention to our physical ones, right? There are many marvels in nature. There are many things in nature that we can get in awe about and we can use it for our benefit to even learn about ourselves because that's where we came from. We came from the earth, just like these vegetables, just like these organisms. We came from the earth. God created every last one of us beautifully and uniquely. The fowl in the air, the little roaches that's crawling in the street, the rats and all of it. He created it for a purpose. Nature has an incredible way of nurturing and healing. Yes. And you could share all these things by simply getting connected to nature and conversing with like-minded people, a good community. Just like there is beauty in gardens, there is much beauty inside of you. Nature is a treasure trove of wonders. From the intricate patterns of a butterfly wings to a majestic dance of the northern lights, there's no shortage of marvel in the natural world. Just like the marvels, there is no shortage of marvelness that comes from their gifts. I, I, I got to take a moment because I like the Marvels. I'm, I'm, I'm a um, Marvels type guy. Um, I'm not a big fan of DC altogether. However, I like Marvel. And the Marvels is coming out. And all of the characters are switching bodies. They're switching and learning more about themselves. They're getting an opportunity to um, share each other experiences, each other's powers so they learn and grow together as a team and like-mindedness because they are trying to complete one mission keep peace on earth and that's the same that we got to think the same thing that we got to do find a way to work together and marvel at what wonders we are gifted with so that we can create peace here on earth as nature is simply a treasure trove we are as well treasure troves and amazing wonders I often talk about how we are all masterpieces created by master artists for good works. And so for that, we have to embrace our uniqueness. We have to embrace the beauty and the splendor that we have and connect with nature and connect with like-minded people who are here to help each other grow. Connecting with nature allows us to appreciate life's magic, life's power, God's power, and find so much peace amid chaos. Nature's marvels are truly breathtaking. It's vital that we preserve and protect these wonders even for our future generation. You. Be attentive to your emotions and compassionate with others and compassionate with yourself. As I've been on my gardening journey, there's so many messages that I've learned, so many things that I appreciate now. Um, one of the messages that God has given me as I was attending to his creation was a tree in my yard and it taught me so many lessons that first when the roots run deep it doesn't matter how many storms comes it doesn't matter what comes your way your roots run deep so you're going to stand firm through sleet through snow through rain ain't nothing gonna stop it there's a song when I went to uh, Morehouse undergrad 
There's a song that we used to sing. Rain can't stop the house. Sleep can't stop the house. Snow can't stop the house. Nobody stop the house. Nothing should be able to stop you. Stop your garden from advancing. Stopping your garden from being its great self. And so one of the major things that we have to do is we have to look at the marvels, look at the messages, look at the beauty inside of nature, okay? Nature has incredible ways of nurturing and healing us. And it could share so many marvels for the nature that is around us. It should inspire us and keep us in awe, just like the beauty that we find in our garden. See, nature has its messages. It's like magic, so to speak. Nature is a treasure trove of wonders from the intricate patterns of the butterfly wings to the majestic dance of the northern lights in, in Alaska or even looking at how swans um, work together in tandem and how they love each other. There are so many beautiful marvels in the world, just like the marvels of um, Marvel. <laughs> that movie is coming out. I am a Marvel fan. Um, I, I love like Black Panther. Thor is one of my favorite movies. Gardens of the Galaxy is just top tier, my favorite movie. Um, and I enjoy getting the opportunity to just see and go to the movies and look at them. But as, as the Marvels are coming out, I notice how they had an opportunity to receive each other's powers. They have an opportunity to work as a team and learn what's going to be beneficial to the garden, what's going to be beneficial to the world, what's going to be beneficial to the universe. Um, and so they have these different powers and they're learning from each other. They're learning different powers from each other because some evil villain intertwine their powers together. And that's just the trailer. I don't know the full story. I ain't seen it yet and it came out. So we'll see what it's looking like, but I'm excited to see it. The trailer looks like it's going to be good, but just like those marvels are with them, those beautiful um, talent, those actresses, um, as they are, 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 showing forth their gifts and their talents and their powers to save the universe. They're, they're working towards peace for the universe. That's how we need to be working together as a unit too. As there are many marvels out there in the world, one of the major marvels is self, us. We are marvels. We in itself are gifted beyond measure and it is important for us to find ways to use our gifts to push peace into the world, right? Um, so as nature has its incredible wonders, as it has its amazing healing, as it has its amazing ways, we need to continue to follow. Nature's marvels are simply breathtaking. Yes, they're vital as we preserve and protect um, the way we go through our life and the way the future generations are going to receive it. Now let's talk about your mama. Mm-hmm. Your mother, as she is cultivating you, I talk about mine. I, I simply just talk about mine for a moment. Um, I'm the baby of six. And so all of us are different and we all unique. And, and she had to learn to love us all in our language, nurture us all in our language. She had to find out. She had to get things out of us. She had to train us and develop us and love us and show compassion towards us and, and give care. And just as you do the same thing 
as she does the same thing for us as a mother figure does a maternal figure does we have to also do the same thing for our gardens and for ourselves nurture ourselves give ourselves grace love on ourselves but in order to do that we have to separate ourselves we gotta deroot and get the weeds out all right that's what we are about you know what time it is it's meditation time we're doing meditation because it's going to allow us to at least hear a little bit better it's going to help us become more mindful it awakens our thought and it awakens our inner self to hear and see from our Heavenly Father. Some people say universe, some people say higher power, whatever you subscribe in. We just want you to come to a still space, a still spot. Yeah. Come to a still spot, wherever you are. Assess the things that are around you. If you're driving, stay safe. But settle your mind. Come to a still mind. From all the chaos that you've been dealing with throughout the week, from all the chaotic, intrusive thoughts. And what we're gonna do, we're gonna do one great inhale. Inhale. Exhale. Good, good. Now this time we're gonna inhale and then we're gonna hold it for four seconds and then we're gonna exhale for four seconds. On the count of three, one, two, three, inhale. One, two, three, four, hold it. One, two, three, four, exhale. Good. We're gonna keep practicing this breathing technique. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Exhale it out. Good. Now as you are still aware of the things that are around you, I want you to bring your awareness to yourself. Knowing that you are a masterpiece, knowing that you are a part of the earth, that you were designed from the earth. Dust you come from, dust you shall return. Recognize as a garden and as an organism, as a plant in the garden. Know those weeds, become aware of the weeds, those things that have become toxic in your life. Those friends who are no longer serving you to help uplift you. Those places that you've been going that's causing you to be toxic. Those intrusive thoughts that is causing you to act in ways that are not appropriate. Think about those things. Acknowledge them. And deroot them. Say, no, it no longer serves me, so it has to go. Yes, it's a step-by-step -step process, but say this to yourself, I'm letting it go. The negative thoughts, let it release. Now we're gonna do this in intention and think about whatever it is you need to let go and let it go. So we're gonna inhale all the good stuff. 
Exhale all the bad stuff. One more time. Inhale all the good stuff. Exhale all the bad stuff. Good. Just rest there for a moment. Affirm yourself. You've got a righteous mind. That you're already validated. That you're already confirmed and affirmed. You don't have to compete. You can be you. You're a beautiful garden. You have so much greatness ahead of you. Receive it. Your past does not determine your future. Your scars are nothing but stories that made you who you are today. Your disfiguration is God's opportunity to show how powerful and how majestic He is. God is our potter and we are the clay. He is our master artist and we are His design. Release those things that are no longer serving you. Release the toxicity. Be marveled by your gift, your purpose. Nourish yourself like your mama. Encourage yourself. Show yourself compassion so that you can give it to the world. This has been Meditation Moment. Keep thinking about those things that are great, those things that are positive, those things that are lovely, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Journey well, fam. Ask your gardening questions. Um, whatever gardening question, if you're a new gardener, you could definitely ask those questions. Definitely able to come back with those and it's not just for the natural garden for but for this garden too all right um don't get discouraged gardening is a learning process just like our life we're learning every day and nobody can tell you ultimately about you but i will tell general base bases and give you values and give you good principles to help you grow um start small and celebrate the small successes, no matter how minor they are. Um, and it, it is it's sometimes difficult to, you know, celebrate having weeds in the garden, but even celebrate that because you have something to work with. If everything was always cookies and cream, everything was always beautiful, you wouldn't work, you wouldn't have nothing to learn. So you're learning more as you're taking out those weeds. You're learning more as you're developing into yourself. Um, but taking out the weeds, again, is that self-reflection. 
causing you to really get to you, right? So that's what I want to do. I want to provide you with um, just practical steps and good gardening tips to make you whole again, to make you full, your full identity. Thank you to listeners for listening and tuning in to the So and Soul podcast. Remember, just as the weeds need to come out of our garden, let's also weed our negativity. Mm-hmm. Negativity out of our lives and sow the seeds of positivity. This has been the So and Soul podcast where we simply sow seeds to nourish the soul. Come back again because we got more in store for you. Journey well.